Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today we'll be discovering the mystery of learning how to walk in God's will. Many of us spend our lives trying to please the Lord in one way or another. But what exactly does it mean to walk in a manner that's worthy of the Lord? Well, that's the question that Rabbi Schneider addresses today in a message that's part of our study on apostolic prayers. And this message was originally presented in the land of Israel. And if you'd like to take some notes on this topic, make sure to download the study guide online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But right now, here is Rabbi. Welcome today to Discovering the Jewish Jesus from Jerusalem. I'm really excited today to bring you a message from the Word of God right from the city that our King was crucified in. The grace of God is still pouring out to the world from Jerusalem. And when Yeshua returns, beloved, His manifest glory is going to first hit right here. Now, what's fascinating today as we go to the book of Colossians, that the first verse starts out in a very unique way. Hear the word of God as I read the book of Colossians, chapter one, verse number one. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God abides forever. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother. What I find really unique about this is that when Paul is writing to the saints in this city, he's saying, this letter that I'm writing to you, Paul says, is from both myself and from Timothy. You see, Paul had raised up Timothy in the things of God. Paul had laid his hands on Timothy and imparted a spiritual gift to him. Paul encouraged Timothy to let no man look down on your youth. Paul talked about Timothy and he said to him, Timothy, you need to be bold in the things of God. And Paul said of Timothy, you are truly to me a beloved son in the Lord. And I find this fascinating because we can raise people up in the things of God. Paul also said to Timothy, Timothy, you've known the scriptures from your youth. And Timothy was even taught by his grandmother in the things of God. When I'm thinking about this concept, it's also fascinating to me that the scriptures that Paul was referring to when he said to Timothy, you've known the scriptures from your youth that are able to equip you to every good work and to train you in righteousness. The scriptures that Paul was referring to that Timothy had known from his youth were the Tanakh. Timothy knew the Hebrew scriptures because the New Testament hadn't been written yet. And so what we can infer from this is that the Hebrew Bible, the Torah, the writings, the Psalms, etc., these scriptures, beloved, are used today in the lives of God's people to train us. That's why Jesus said, don't think I've come to abolish the law and the prophets. I've not come to abolish, but to fulfill. And he said, and everybody that teaches others, both from the New Testament writings and from the Hebrew scriptures, Jesus said there in Matthew 5, is gonna be called greatest in the kingdom of God. And so once again, I just find it fascinating here that Paul is writing this letter to the saints that call us, and it's from both himself and Timothy, his son in the Lord, that knew the Hebrew Bible from his youth. Timothy was raised in the Hebrew scriptures, and that Paul said to Timothy, listen, these scriptures that you were raised in, Timothy, the Torah, the prophets, and the Psalms and writings, these are the scriptures that are equipping you and training you for righteousness, even as Jesus used the Hebrew scriptures 
to defeat the devil in the wilderness. And we read that he quoted from the book of Deuteronomy four times there when he was doing battle with the devil in the wilderness as revealed to us in the book of Matthew chapter four. So with that introduction, I wanna move deeper into the book of Colossians to take you to the portion of scripture that we're looking to minister to you from today. And what we're doing is we're pulling out of the book of Colossians the prayer that Paul and Timothy were praying for God's people. You see, it's very critical that we take this seriously. The reason is, is because some of us are not being empowered with the Spirit of God, the way that God wants to empower us, listen, because we're asking Him for the wrong things. The scripture warns us not to ask amiss, but if we ask anything the Bible tells us according to God's will, then we could be confident that he hears us and he's gonna answer our prayers. So how do we know if we're praying according to God's will? Well, one of the ways that we can know for certain, beloved one, that we're praying God's will is when we pray to Father God in Yeshua's name, the same things that the apostles prayed to him for because the apostles' prayers were inspired by the Ruach HaKodesh, by the Holy Spirit. So with that said, let's look at the prayer now that Paul and Timothy prayed. I'm reading from the book of Colossians, chapter one, beginning there in verse number nine. Paul says this, for this reason also, since the day we heard of it, notice he uses the word we there, for this reason also, since the day we heard of it, who's the we? He's talking about himself and Timothy. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. The first thing, beloved one, that I wanna point out is that Paul and Timothy were not just praying for themselves. Let me ask you a sincere question. How much of your prayer and my prayer is focused on just our own needs? In other words, how much do we really pray for other people? I have a hunch that many of us are only praying for our own needs. Some of you younger people, you're focusing almost all your attention. Father God, give me a husband, give me a wife, give me a job, let me buy that house. And obviously we should bring all these things before Father. But are we praying for other people? You see, Paul said, since the day we heard about you, Timothy and I, we have not ceased asking Father God to bless you in these ways. So I wanna challenge you and I today. Let's move our boundaries. Let's expand ourselves in the love of God. And let's begin to pray, not just for our own needs, but let's begin to pray for other people. God wants our boundary in the Holy Spirit to extend so that we enter into the domain of love and come out of a sphere of selfishness. If we're gonna walk in the power of the kingdom, if we're gonna walk in righteousness, if we're gonna walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, we have to move beyond our own ego boundaries and we have to begin to become concerned with other people. Remember Paul began this prayer, he said, since the day that Timothy and I heard about you, we have not ceased praying for you. You see, the scripture tells us to not look out only for our own needs, but to look out for the needs of others. The scripture even says that we should consider others before ourselves. Now I know this is not natural for us because in the natural, we're all selfish. But the point is, is that we're new creations and God is challenging us with his word today to help us to come out of the natural and to move into the supernatural and to become like Jesus who didn't come to be served, 
but he came to serve. And so let's begin to pray, beloved, for other people, even as we're praying for ourselves. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit, and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Just as this program has been a blessing to you, you can multiply the blessing with others. It's simple when you become a monthly partner. Give a financial gift of any amount today or set up your monthly automated gift by calling this number, 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or you can visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com when you give your equipping others for Jesus' return. And now, here is Rabbi Schneider. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So the first thing that Paul is praying for, for God's people, listen now, is that they would have a knowledge of God's will. God wants you and I to, by the Spirit of God, be sensitive to his will. He wants us to have spiritual discernment so that we can perceive what his will is and Paul continues with all wisdom. Listen again. I'm asking that God would give you a knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. God wants us to know when to come in and when to go out. He wants us to have a sensitivity to his will so that we can know when to speak and what to say and when to stop. Again, he wants us to know when to come and when to go. God wants us to be able to navigate through life abiding in his spirit. But how can we do that unless we have an awareness in the present moment of his will? We're not just talking about knowing his will because we've memorized the Bible. Paul is praying that God's people would walk in a supernatural consciousness in the present moment of his will, that we'd be able to abide in him. Jesus said, he that abides in me bears much fruit. But you see, we can't abide in Jesus. We can't remain abiding in the Holy Spirit unless we're conscious of every second of God's will. I want to encourage you to get your spiritual antenna up. You see, God, beloved ones, is the God of the now. He's not just the God of yesterday. He's not just the God that worked in the life of Paul and Timothy and Daniel and Ezekiel and Moses and the Old Testament prophets. He's your God. Jesus said he's the God of the living. He's the God of the now. And we need to walk in the nowness of God. He is the I am that I am. When we begin to become sensitive to the Holy Spirit in the present, then we can walk, as Paul said, in the knowledge of his will. Paul said, I'm praying for you that you'll have the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. You see, wisdom enables us to apply the knowledge of God in the present circumstance. This is supernatural. This doesn't come just from book learning. 
It certainly comes through knowing the written word of God, but there needs to be a marriage in our life between knowing the written word of God and being sensitive to the ever-present Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said to his apostles, it's good for you that I go away because when I go, I'm gonna send the Holy Spirit and he's gonna take of me and reveal me unto you. Every second, God's knowledge is being poured out into the earth. You see, even as the sun continues to give forth its rays, whether we can see it or not, so too the knowledge of God and the power of his spirit is continuing to pump toward us Paul prayed in another portion of scripture that we would have revelation concerning the power that's at work toward you and me. His power is ever flowing toward you and me. So Father, I pray right now for all of us. I pray for those that are listening right now. Father, those that are hearing, those whom sense your spirit knocking at their heart. I pray for myself, even as Paul prayed, Father, that you would give us a spiritual sensitivity to your spirit. Father God, that you would open our heart and expand our consciousness to be able to perceive your will and to have all types of understanding and wisdom wherever we are. That the multifaceted dimensions of the Holy Spirit would pour forth from our life wherever we go. Father, that even as the rainbow surrounds your throne, even as Ezekiel saw you, God, with the rainbow around the radiance of your presence, I pray that we'd be able to be so sensitive to all the dimensions of your Holy Spirit operating in us and through us that we would walk in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Father, right now in Yeshua's name, you said that what I loose on earth would be loose from heaven. And Father, in the name of your son, I release right now into your people, everyone that's under the sound of my voice right now with an open heart. Father, I release right now the keys to have spiritual wisdom and understanding in ways that they've never entered into before. Yeshua, I declare it over them, even as Paul laid his hand on Timothy and imparted a spiritual gift right now, Father God, in the spirit, I release a spiritual gift an anointing of the Holy Spirit into the minds and hearts of your people to enter into a greater realm of walking in spiritual wisdom, understanding, and revelation for your glory in Jesus' name. Father, I'm reminded of how they brought the handkerchiefs to Paul and how Paul prayed over the handkerchiefs and then those handkerchiefs were brought to the sick and the sick were healed. How the anointing, Father God, can be taken over time, over geographical areas, transferred and imparted right now, Father God, in Yeshua's name, by the authority of the office that I stand and I release into your people, Father, into their minds and into their souls, the power of the resurrection. And Father, I ask you to strengthen them right now in spiritual wisdom and understanding and in the knowledge of your will that you would be glorified in the lives of your people. And if you're in agreement with that beloved one for your own life right now, just thank Father and say, yes, Father God, I believe it and I agree with that. Now let's move to the next verse. Paul says this, that I want you to have the spiritual wisdom and understanding for this purpose, Paul says in verse 10, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects bearing fruit in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. You know what I really love about this verse, first of all, is it puts us in a place of accountability. Listen again how Paul begins in verse number 10. First he prays that we'll increase in spiritual wisdom and understanding. And then he tells us why. So that you will walk in a manner worthy 
of the Lord. Do you hold yourself accountable to God to walk worthy of Him? You know, there's so much teaching today on grace, and I believe in grace 10,000%. I'm saved by grace through faith alone. We're only saved by the grace of God. Even our faith is the gift of God. But you know what the problem is, beloved? If all we ever hear is that Jesus has done it all, that Father God has done it all through His Son, and we never hear that there's something we need to do, that we need to respond, that we are in partnership with God, then we've missed the boat. You see, Paul said, I want you to have this wisdom so that you'll walk in a manner worthy of the Lord and that you'll walk in a way that pleases Him. You see, some people, all they're hearing is a greasy grace and a sloppy agape. In other words, there's not balance to the message that some are preaching and some are hearing. It's salvation by grace through faith alone, but with this grace that we receive, there's an impartation, beloved one, to walk in a way worthy of the Lord and to walk in a way that's pleasing to Him. I want you to get ready and I want you to prepare your heart because God is calling you and I to the next level. He's gonna give us a greater revelation of Himself but he's gonna do it, beloved, so we'll walk in a way that's worthy of him and in a way that's pleasing to him. And if you and I are gonna walk the way of holiness, we must walk in obedience, we must walk under his authority, and we must hold ourselves accountable, beloved, to obey him. You see, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and I'm praying that between now and next week, God will impart to you, beloved, the fear of the Lord that produces holiness in your life. We hope that you were blessed by today's message. And now here's Rabbi and his wife, Cynthia, to share some thoughts on what we just heard. Wisdom, revelation, knowledge. We're not talking about something that you could just get by reading in a textbook. These are gifts of the Spirit. Wisdom comes through the Spirit. Yes. Revelation can only be gained from the Spirit yeah. because revelation by very definition is that which has been concealed. In other words, we can't know it by our natural senses and it only becomes realized or experienced when the Spirit manifested to us. Mm. So these are spiritual gifts yes. and God has a purpose in giving us wisdom and revelation and knowledge. Yeah. The purpose that He gives it to us, beloved, is that we would walk in a manner worthy of our calling. It's His calling upon our life. Yes. And what's the calling? To be conformed to the image of Yeshua mm. and to be His witnesses on the earth and to please Him. He wants us to be set apart. Amen. This is a setting apart that we would live to please Him. Not the world, not our friends, our relatives, but to please Him. It's a revolutionary, transformation within us. It really is. Apart. Wow. So Father, we just pray that as they receive your word through the scriptures, Abba God, that it would activate them to take action, to lead set apart lives unto you. Yes. That Father, we would lead set apart lives to you, not just as individuals, but Father, as families. Mm. Father, we worship you today, we bless you today, and we say, May your word be fulfilled in every single one of our lives for your glory. And we say, Father, to you, Baruch Hashem, bless your name, O Lord.
You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And to learn more about this program or about our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider, let me invite you to go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Rabbi was on location in Jerusalem for this message, and we can only share special messages like this from the Holy Land and broadcast them into the local homes there and around the world because of your prayers and generous financial gifts. And when you pray for us or when you support this ministry with a gift of any amount, you're enabling us to walk in accordance with God's will to share the Great Commission and to share His life-changing message with the world. Now here is Rabbi. I want to encourage us now to be honest with ourselves before the Lord. Many of us are aware of the fact that we've surrendered to Him in some areas of our life, but yet there are many areas of our life that perhaps we've not yet submitted to Him in. I remember when I was in school as a young boy, they gave us a microscope and they put something on a slide and we looked at what was on that slide through the microscope. At first we saw nothing, but then when we adjusted the lens and turned up the power, suddenly we were able to see on that slide little organisms moving around. It took the amplification of the lens to be able to see it. Some of us right now are being convicted by the Holy Spirit in the area of our finances. He's turning up His power. He wants us to see that we need to surrender to the Lord and trust Him with our finances. Beloved, while we're on this earth, we have an opportunity to do good. And all of us should be sowing into the kingdom for the furtherance of the gospel. If you believe in this ministry, I want to encourage you, beloved, make an offering today. God will reward you for everything that you do. To support this ministry with a gift of any amount, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or give us a call by dialing 800-777-7835. And there are so many of us out there who need to understand more about God and His will for our lives. And when you give to this ministry, we'll say thank you by sending you Rabbi's Message of the Month that's available as a digital download. These messages are not in included in our daily broadcast rotation, but instead they come from Rabbi's home church, the Lion of Judah in Toledo, Ohio. And for those of you who are new monthly partners, we'll also send you an authentic shofar that's been handcrafted in Israel. And you know, the shofar is an ancient musical instrument that has so much meaning and symbolism for believers and Jewish people all around the world. And its sound is meant to awaken hearts and minds, and we'd love to send one to you when you sign up online to become a new monthly partner. And finally, wisdom enables us to apply the knowledge of God to our present moments and circumstances. But knowing how to pray in wisdom is something that takes practice. And so to help you discover the tools that you need to pray with confidence, we'd like to direct you to a new book Rabbi's written called The Key to Answered Prayer. You'll find it online at Discovering thejewishjesus.com. But right now, let's wrap up today's message with a special blessing. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, When you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartations of the Lord's blessings. Yahweh, Vaishmarecha, 
Yair Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha Isa Yahweh Panavelecha Veasem Lecha The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider explains all the ways to increase in love. That's coming up Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.